San Francisco Dance Film Festival presents Dancing Through the Lens, a bi-monthly podcast featuring guests from our dance and filmmaking communities, both near and far. Dancing Through the Lens offers a platform for artists in the dance world to share their interests and insights and discuss how they use film to create work and connect with audiences. I'm Claire Schweitzer. And I'm Coral Martin. If you have attended the San Francisco Dance Film Festival over the years, you have likely seen captures of spectacular live performances from around the world, such as A Swan Lake, Betrophenheit, and Reviser. The producer of these films, Adrienne Liron, has a new offering for our SFDFF audiences in the form of Coppelia, a visually opulent adventure that blends live-action ballet with charming animation, starring internationally renowned ballerina Michaela de Prince. I had the privilege of chatting with Adrienne about this ambitious project, as well as her path from dancer to producer. Adrienne Leron, producer extraordinaire, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. We're so thrilled to have you um, on the show today, and we're so thrilled because the work that you have done has been very integral to San Francisco Dance Film Festival over the years, and we are so thrilled to be able to present uh, your latest production, Coppelia, in front of a live audience. Now, Coppelia is the first film feature that you and your company, Three Minutes West, have produced. So what led you and um, Jeff Tudor uh, to take on such an ambitious project? Well, after many years of filming other people's work, we, Jeff had had many ideas over the years and um, we, we wanted to do something different and something where we could um, yeah, invest our own creative ideas. And also over the years, many distributors and um, broadcasters had discussed with us the idea of presenting dance in a different way. So this, this had always been an idea. How can you package particularly ballet and particularly to a young audience? Because many full-length ballets are not, um, how can I say, they don't, they don't necessarily hold the attention of really young viewers. And, and we had thought about this a lot over the years and Jeff was, is really interested in young audiences and how they respond to, to theatre works. So it, it was an idea that had been in our heads for a while. How, how could you repackage dance, perhaps in a more accessible way, particularly for young kids? Um, and then in 2008, we saw a production at Dutch National Ballet of Coppelia, which was an updated version of the old classical ballet story. And we have done many registrations of performances at Dutch National Ballet. And there was talk with this Coppelia of, would we do a registration for Dutch TV? And Jeff said, you know what, I think we could do something different with this. It's, it's such a, a universal theme, such a relevant theme. Um, and the decor was a very cartoonish style. So it gave him the idea to mix animation with dance. And 
it seemed like at the time it seemed like an enormously complex idea and how on earth would we do it but we just thought you know what let's let's try so what, what specifically was it about the ballet Coppelia that drew you to adapting that particular story or that particular production and what specifically did you think ad- film was going to add to this work well what was exciting about Ted Branson's production for Dutch National Ballet was the update he updated the character of Dr. Coppelius from a toy maker to a cosmetic surgeon. And we thought this was so relevant to today's young audience. So that, that was really something that, that we thought was, um, you know, very filmic, very contemporary, very exciting. Um, it was also a really, a really colourful production, really witty. Um, but I have to say, we did... Well, Jeff and his co-directors, Ben and Stephen, they, they completely rewrote it from the original stage production. But it was, it was that twist, it was that update from toy maker to cosmetic surgeon that really uh, sort of sparked the idea. Funnily enough, um, Jeff has a, a long history with Coppelia. He was, when he was a dancer, he was learning the character of Dr. Coppelius. So... It's something that is, you know, it's, it's been sort of throughout his, his, uh, his life, I suppose. It's been um, quite a, 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 a prominent ballet. But it is a, uh, a ballet that's interesting in the canon in that it does, even though it is very much set in its own time space, that there are, as you mentioned, threads that really tie into the way that we, we experience the world's today yeah and I think for the adults who watch it they will they will probably notice more than the kids the references towards social media and the superficiality that is presented to us a lot of the time in social media um, you know we, we we take a little dig at uh, at the bad side of social media um, it's, it's very subtle but I think, I think the adults will get that. You know, the character of Coppelia is a robot. She's presented as this image of perfect beauty. She's, uh, she's trailed in the town, so posters start to appear. People see this image of this, this very over-the-top uh, fashion model with a very over-the-top wig. Um, and people, people get attracted by this slightly ridiculous image. So that there are obvious parallels to some of the characters that are presented to us on social media as, you know, ideal images of uh, the type of beauty we should be aspiring to. So it's that there's this, this you know, subtle uh, dig at, at what's happening in, in our society and, and the pressures that are put on young people. Um, and I think the parents and the grandparents will probably get that. Hopefully, it will also reach the, the younger audience in a, you know, in, in a way that isn't preachy, that is accessible and fun, too. Now, as I mentioned, this is a very ambitious production, and ambitious in the case that there are essentially three directors attached to this film who each have their own, have their own hat to make this interdisciplinary whole. Um, what were some of the challenges that emerged from coordinating this process, and what were some pleasant surprises that emerged? Well, one of the really obvious challenges was 
most of the cast were dancers in Dutch national ballet. Um, other members of the cast who came from outside the company were, you know, really famous and busy people like Darcy Bussell and Irek Mikhamadov. Um, so everyone involved had a very busy schedule in their normal life. So finding the time, <laughs> A, to rehearse and B, to shoot with these people who have full-time jobs as dancers or as ballet masters or as, you know, uh, broadcast personalities like Darcy, that was a, a really big challenge in itself. Um, we managed it thanks in big part to Dutch National Ballet, who was so immensely helpful in helping us schedule time. Um, another challenge was, um, it's an international co-production, so part of the production was done in the Netherlands, part in Germany and part in Belgium. And normally that would be fun and relatively easy because those countries are all close together. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, uh, something happened in the middle of the production. So, um, yeah, the, the, after we finished the shoot, thankfully we did the shoot in 2019, but after we finished the shoot, there was, you know, two years of animation and design and compositing, music, um, uh, grading and, and finishing everything. And during that whole time, uh, we had to work remotely. So that was a massive challenge and a real shame because you miss so much when you can't be in the same room with people. And for the animators especially, I think it was probably the biggest challenge for them because when we were together pre-COVID, um, you know, Jeff and, and the directors would demonstrate things and the, the dancers would demonstrate things and the, the animators would stand up and try out those movements and, and that's a lot of the time that's how animators uh, figure things out. So with, with the extra challenge of making the animated characters into dancers, um, that was something where really it, it would have helped enormously for us to be in the same room and unfortunately that, that got cut short. Even considering uh, that the world really did turn upside down last year, going into a project like this is so challenging because you're working on a feature-length film where the set, the uh, the mise-en-scene, is a virtual world, or it's a it's a um, it's it's a rendered world. So, what expertise did you need to bring as a producer to facilitate this and to help facilitate uh, the dialogue between these three directors as well as the directors and the performers themselves? I'm I'm not the sole producer on this. So, you know, we had uh, when we started this project, we knew that our company needed to work with bigger, more experienced companies, companies experienced in animation and in feature film. So, we worked with. Um, pretty much the biggest Dutch production company that there is called Submarine, which has um, loads of experience in animation and in mixed media, a uh, German animation studio called Motion Works, and a Belgian studio which is uh, really experienced in features and in all sorts of animation uh, called Lunanim. So they were really the people who deserve the credit in figuring out the technicalities. Um, I think my strength was in dealing with the whole dance side of things because I'm so experienced at dealing with dancers and choreographers and um, that's something Jeff and I have done for, for many years. So that was where my expertise was really useful 
and the, uh, the people who were used to mixed media were the ones who really figured out how we were going to do it all. However, I have to say, I think we all learnt a lot on this project. For, for most of us, we were doing something that none of us had quite done before. So even for the people who had, you know, years of experience in animation, you were adding something new. We were adding dance, and dance has its own challenges. It has its own requirements. So there were, there were, I think for everyone, we all, we all learned something new. I mean, I learned a massive amount. I learned, I learned how you do mixed media. Um, for other people, they learned, you know, what it means to film dancers or what it means to, uh, for a character to not only interact with an animated character in the same frame, but, you know, dance with them, touch them and, and make that believable. So it was, it was really a fascinating process. Yes, and you have a leading dancer in the film who is, who really does have a personal story that could rival this fairy tale as well as any other fairy tale. How is it working with Michaela de Prince, and what do you hope the audience will experience with her in the leading role here? It was wonderful working with Michaela. As I have to say, it was wonderful working with everyone in the cast. I mean, we were so, so lucky with the cast that we, we managed to pull together. Every one of them was wonderful, committed, lovely, fun, dedicated people to work with. Um, Michaela is, of course, very special, and we cast her because she has fantastic charisma. She's a great dancer, of course, but the thing that the, the qualities the directors were looking for most of all were people who could act naturally on camera. And we just, we just knew that Michaela would be great in the role and she she really lights up the screen just as she lights up the stage when she's dancing on stage um, from years of going to Dutch national ballet performances we knew the company quite well so we knew all of the dancers that, that we cast in the film and we knew that you know Michaela <laughs> lights up the room when she's when she's performing so we yeah we, we were very happy to have her and I think um, I think she's a great role model for young girls. Um, and it was, yeah, it was a fantastic experience working with her and everyone. I mean, they were really a fantastic cast and we, we feel so lucky to, to have had each and every one of them in the film. Now, I actually wanted to take a bit of a detour uh, and actually I'm very curious about your background in film and dance and how that background has led you to focus on producing, I mean, not only this feature that uh, we are thrilled to screen, but other high-quality performance captures and performance films? Well, both Jeff and I were dancers ourselves originally, a long, long, long time ago. And when we stopped dancing, um, I moved very quickly into television production. And I worked for a company in London, which was uh, part of Warner, at the time, it was um, a very active production company in filming dance, opera and music. And so I sort of learnt a lot there about production. And then, yeah, many years later, Jeff and I decided, after, after doing many different creative things, we decided to set up our own production company. And, yeah, I think because of... Um, 
because of our knowledge as ex-dancers, you know, it, it sort of came naturally to us. Although I have to say, I mean, Jeff is, uh, Jeff is a sort of very unusual brain because I don't know many people who can figure out how to do multi-camera directing without any training. <laughs> so you know producing is one thing producing you have to you have to have you know ability to organize um but figuring out that type of thing i mean that's really he has this crazy visual brain um but also the ability to organize that that vision so yeah it's um that's something he actually taught himself wow so yeah i and I think we're a great team. I'm very, <laughs> I'm very lucky that he has the, these, um, you know, rather unusual skills. So that's, yeah, that, that's what got us into um, filming dance. And yeah, I have to give credit once again to Dutch National Ballet and to Ted Branson because he, he was the person who we, we went to him uh, many years ago to film uh, a festival of Hans van Malen's work. Mm. And... Um, the, 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 the national broadcaster didn't want to film it. It was a time when national broadcasters were pulling away from showing live performance. Mm -hmm. and, we said, and we said, you know what, we'll do it. And, and Ted trusted us. So he, I mean, you know, like in, in any business, you, need, you often need someone to open the door for you. And, and that was Ted at Dutch National Ballet. So I have a long, long history with Dutch National Ballet and Ted. And that's... That, that was the first production that our production company produced. Now, as we mentioned earlier, Coppelia is not the first performance film that audiences have seen from you, Jeff, and Three Minutes West. And other films we've shown, like Betroffen Height, like Reviser, have been festival favorite films over the years. And can you describe how these films are produced and executed uh, like are they captured during live performances or dress rehearsals or like dedicated filming time or like a combination of all of the above well most of the performance captures that we have produced have been captured live during performances with an audience um, we usually have two or three shows um, so the first one would be the camera rehearsal and then two recordings. Um, very occasionally, very rarely, when the money allows, we've had uh, the opportunity to do a little bit of extra filming. So, for example, with Alexander Ekman's A Swan Lake, we had, um, I think it was a morning where we could do uh, some extra shots with a crane which was absolutely wonderful and fantastic for that production with the, you know, incredible water, water scenes. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, and another uh, production called The Feeling of Going, which, which is actually one of my favourites that we've captured, which was an incredible pop opera, dance theatre, hybrid cross-genre production at uh, Sconis Dance Theatre and Malmo Opera. We had, uh, we had a closed house for that. And that was absolutely fantastic. That was so luxurious <laughs> to be able to place the cameras where we wanted. And I mean, we couldn't do too many retakes because um, that's hard on the dancers and also resetting quite a complicated uh, decor. But we, we managed to do a few things where we could 
um, Jeff could, you know, really set the camera in in a different position to what, what you would normally have with a, a standard capture. Most of the time, it's a capture that's done live, but Troffenheit and Reviser were both done live during sellout shows, and um, actually much to the disturbance of the audience who was sat <laughs> right outside our gallery. And um, it was during Betroffenheit, I think, that the, the window between our gallery and the seats just outside our gallery was a, a little bit open. So the poor people sat right in front of us. They were hearing a running commentary of what was just about to happen. Oh. And yeah, with something like Betroffenheit, you don't, you don't want to know what's about to happen. You want to discover it as you're watching it. So right. yeah. It's actually nicer when you're in a truck away from the audience, but uh, they fixed the window in the interval. That's that's great to hear. That is great to hear. Yes, and yeah, as someone who does, uh, who also does performance captures, not not quite to the three minutes west scale, but um, I totally empathize with the beauty of shooting with an audience present, but also certainly the challenges of uh, shooting with an audience present. Like you, you want to capture it, but you also don't want to compromise the experience of everyone around you. Exactly, yeah. We at Dance Film SF are so grateful to host the world premiere in front of a live audience, no less, of Coppelia. What's next for the film? Where might we see it again? Well, what's next for Coppelia is it's going to be released in North America on digital. Um, it will be shown nationwide on PBS sometime around Thanksgiving. And, of course, in other countries, it will be released, um, hopefully, in cinemas, depending on what happens in the next few months. Um, so we have a release coming up in Germany, in the Netherlands, Belgium, Luxembourg, um, hopefully in the UK towards the end of the year, and in, in other territories too. So hopefully audiences all around the world will get to see it and enjoy it. And I have to say, we're, we're so happy that... San Francisco Dance Film Festival is hosting the North American live premiere in a live cinema with a live audience because we have a long history with the festival and Judy Flannery is one of the people who has encouraged us and been so supportive throughout the process of Coppelia. So it's, it really feels like Coppelia has found a, a very nice home with your festival. Now we're uh, coming to the end of our time here. And understandably, given the ambition and the labor involved in this production, I can imagine that maybe you might take, want to take a bit of a rest now. But uh, what's next for you in Three Minutes West? Well, we're not taking a rest. We've already started work on uh, three new feature films. Um, they will all involve dance in one way or another, not quite the same as anything we've done before. Um, I can't say much more about them right now, but they're, they're all really exciting, really ambitious projects, and I hope to bring them to San Francisco Dance Film Festival one day. Hopefully they won't take quite as long as Coppelia, <laughs> which was a seven-year project. Right. Um, 
yeah, but they're, they're all very exciting. I mean, the, the process of Coppelia really, it, it gave Jeff lots of ideas. And um, now that we've learned so much about mixed media, um, yeah, it's, it's given us lots of, lots of exciting ideas for what to do next. Well, that's fantastic. Well, um, we certainly look forward to seeing them. Adrian, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you very much for having me, and I really hope audiences will enjoy Coppelia. Be sure to catch Coppelia this fall at the 12th Annual San Francisco Dance Film Festival. The film will screen on October 16th at the Cowell Theater at Fort Mason and will be followed by a Q&A from the film's star, Michaela DePrince. More details can be found in the show notes. Here the Dance is a production of the San Francisco Dance Film Festival. It is produced and hosted by Coral Martin and Claire Schweitzer. Theme music for Here the Dance was composed by Daria Novo. You can find the San Francisco Dance Film Festival online at sfdancefilmfest.org and on the social media pages linked on the show notes.